The biggest flex is having the courage to work on your emotional issues as much as your physical body. That was a post that I put up on my Instagram just a few days ago. And uh, it really sums up my 2021 so far. That's the reason that I put that post up to begin with. And this has truly been the year that I have faced myself and looked within and gone beyond the physical. Even though I'd done that a little bit here and there up until this year, I'd never really faced the deep stuff, the hard stuff, the ugly stuff, the things that I'd been burying for a long time. And the things that, as I've learned this year, once I work through them and face them and name them and talked about them openly and started to work on them, it's really been the most liberating feeling I've ever experienced. Because even though it's been hard and scary, definitely, it's been extremely worthwhile. And I feel right now today as I'm talking into this microphone that I feel most at peace and probably the most complete uh, that I've ever felt. And what I mean by that is I've always been pretty happy and I've always been healthy and worked on my body and and done all the things that a, a typical personal trainer and coach and someone in the fitness industry would do. But for years and years and years, I'd always bury and, and avoid and and run from the things that were holding me back and from the emotional issues and traumas and shame and and the things that you really don't want to work on, kind of like your, your, your monsters in the closet, right? The monster under the bed that you know it's there. You know it's there. It's always there in the back of your mind or even in the front of your mind, but you... you it's too scary to face. So you avoid it and you run and you just hide under the covers and you keep pretending that it's not there. But you know that someday you should face it, but it's just easier to turn the other way and avoid it, right? And that's something that I've definitely done all through, especially through my 20s. I've got certain issues and traumas that I've experienced through my life and and before we go any further let me just say it's nothing you don't have to you don't have to worry it's nothing too too serious but they've just been little things and things that that have affected me particularly in my teenage and adult life that yeah I just kind of avoided and I felt too much fear and resistance and shame around working on it uh but the reason I wanted to talk about this in this initial uh episode and in this podcast is because I mentioned in the intro episode, I don't want this to just be about fitness. I don't want this to just be about health and and training and nutrition and all of that. I want this to kind of be a bit deeper. And if I'm expecting my guests to come onto this show, and if I'm going to ask them questions and, and go a bit deep and go a bit beneath the surface, which is definitely my intention, then I need to kind of lead the way, right? I need to go first and I need to yeah, I guess talk about my own experiences a little bit. But the reason I put that post up, having the courage to work on your emotional issues as much as your physical body, that's really the key word there is courage. 
because it really does take courage to face yourself and go within and face that monster under the bed because depending like everyone's got their own their own monster right and I definitely have had mine and and this year I've I've really worked on on all of mine and I've faced them and it's yes it's been it's been hard but getting back to that key word courage it's taken a lot of courage but once I have faced them and I remember because I've been to a couple of um, different healers and, and therapists and trauma workers this year and something that really stuck out to me was one of the first things I did uh, and one of the first conversations I had and the therapist that I was with said, you've got to name it to tame it, right? You've got to name whatever you're going through to tame it, name it to tame it. And it's so true. Once you communicate it, once you talk about it to someone and get it off your chest, it really is so healing. It feels like this massive burden and, and weight lifted off your shoulders. And even if you're at the point, by the way, where you really can't see yourself talking to anyone about what you're going through, then even even journaling it down or writing it down or taking it somehow taking it out of your mind and, and putting it somewhere onto paper, maybe even sometimes uh, something that worked for me last year, I was doing this quite a bit actually, was uh, just getting my voice notes out on my iPhone and talking into it and kind of like just doing a bit of a brain dump. Not everyone's into journaling and writing things down and that's okay, but something that works for me is just talking into my phone and getting things off my chest and almost like counseling myself. Because if you don't feel like you're ready to go and talk to somebody else, then that's something that, that really did work for me. And just, it, it feels like weight is lifted off your shoulders just a little bit. And I was doing that every day, even just for a few minutes and doing a bit of reflection and talking about what I was experiencing, right? But yeah, having the courage. Courage is something that kind of builds on itself as well. And and the more that definitely my experience this year the more that i've the more that i've shown courage the more that i've built it right the more that i've shown courage the more that i've built it and the more that it grows and then at each time you you do that you kind of gain a bit of confidence and as you feel yourself healing and as you are working on yourself and working on different issues you, you want to just sort of do it a little bit more and a little bit more it's just getting sort of started doing it that's the hardest part for me. I put off working on myself and kept avoiding it, like I said, and, and sweeping it under the rug. And I always, I always just kept saying to myself, one day I'll work on it, one day I'll work on it. And, and now that I actually have, now that I've faced the hard shit, now that I've faced up to that monster under the bed for me, I kind of, it, it's, it hasn't been as bad as I thought, as I made it out to be in my mind. It really hasn't. Like, yes, it's been difficult at points and it's been a little scary, but working through different things this year and just talking about it openly, it just has brought me such a sense of peace and relief. And I also, it, it just, like I said, it hasn't been as bad as I, as I made it out to be in my mind or thought it would be. 
And as I've worked through different things, every time I've done it, I've thought to myself, I wish I just did this like a few years ago. I wish I could have a chat to my 22-year-old, 23-year-old self and say, look, man, it's fine. It's okay. You can work on these things and it's not as scary as you think it's going to be. Name it to tame it. Communicate what you're going through to somebody, whether that's a friend, family member, uh, therapist, trauma healer, whatever it may be, or even just talking into your phone notes, whatever works, getting things off your chest. And getting back to the post that I mentioned at the start of the podcast, having the courage to work on your emotional issues as much as your physical body. Most people that are listening to this and have been following me, you follow my page, it's a fitness page, right? But it's not, it's not really, it's kind of morphed into something else. Yes, it still talks about fitness, but the reason I talk so much these days about self-care and about resting and, and, and putting that post up like I did the other day is because I think if you're only focusing on your physical body and training and, and nutrition and you're going all in on that, that's great. But if you don't have a balance of working on other things and if, you, if you're someone who, because like me, for a lot of years before this year, I was always working on my physical body and my nutrition and and to the point of almost obsessing over it a little bit. And I would throw all of my energy, all of my time, all of my resources into that. And yet I would ignore the elephant in the room or getting back to what I said before, the, the monster under the bed, right? The emotional issues, the deep stuff, the things that actually matter, the things that were gonna actually make me feel complete and whole and happy. Working on my soul, and nervous system and, and heart and mindset. These are things that I would always kind of avoid. And part of it was fear, but it was also kind of not knowing where to start. Like I think back to a few years ago, it's, it's sort of like as you want to start working on your mindset and even getting into spirituality and, you know, I think a good place to start is one of the most if, if you're looking for, for somewhere to start, for example, like I was a little while ago, <clears throat> I think one of the most simple and easy things you can do is do a bit of a, because we all spend time on social media, right? That's probably how you found this podcast. And by the way, oh, I haven't done this. I was uh, supposed to do this at the start of the show. But if you're enjoying what you're hearing so far, I'll get a little plug in uh, while we're going here. But probably the best way to support the show and support the podcast is just to Take a little screenshot on whatever app you're using right now and post it on your Instagram story. Give me a tag so I can see it. And make sure you tag me though, otherwise I won't, I won't see it and I won't be able to say thank you. So um, if you wanna support the show, that's probably the best way to do it right now. I'm not gonna ask for any reviews yet because we're just getting going. That wouldn't make much sense. But yeah, giving me a tag, shout out, putting it on Instagram would be amazing and I would greatly appreciate it. But getting back to what I was saying, if you're looking for somewhere to start with this, probably one of the most simple things you can do and effective things you can do is do a bit of a social media cleanup and maybe follow less people that are all about vanity in their body and looking amazing uh, and maybe replace some of those accounts with people who are actually gonna help your mindset, change the way you think, 
and encourage you to do the work that matters, encourage you to do the inner work. Right. So just to give you a few examples, uh, I follow, because I did this a little while ago, probably about a year ago, I was, I was looking through the people I was following and I was like, what am I, what am I doing here? Like I'm, I'm kind of following all people that just post about, uh, and, and this is all relevant to where you're at. Where I was at a couple of years ago, you know, was I wanted to just follow, you know, fitness accounts and information based people. And that was fine. It was where I was at at the time. But as I've wanted to work on myself and, and face the monster under the bed and work on my inner self and my emotional self, that's changed. And I've had to change the people that I pay attention to. Because who you pay attention to really matters more than you think. The posts that you see on a daily basis really do infiltrate your your thinking and your subconscious mind. And posts that you look at and read actually stay with you a little bit. And I've really noticed that. The, the more that I've changed who I'm paying attention to, the more that I've grown and evolved and started to change the way that I think. So to give you a couple of good examples, I follow an account called Moon Omens. So that's the, the word moon as in the moon in the sky. Omens, O-M-E-N-S. That's a really great page. That's a little bit spiritual. Um, he puts up a lot of great insights and quotes and things like that. That's an amazing one. The Holistic Psychologist. Uh, I assume you probably might already follow her. She's got an amazing page, great content, all about self-love, self-care, trauma healing, things like that. So that's another example. I really like Aubrey Marcus. He's probably, if you're male listening to this, you'll probably connect to him a little bit more. Uh, and in another one, one more, I'll give you one more example. Uh, and this person does a lot of great posts on trauma healing, self-care, things of this nature. And her account is Dr. Heidi Green. So that's Dr. D-R-H-E-I-D-I Green, as in the color green. Um, so that, there's just a few examples of a few people that you can follow today. And I don't even know these people, by the way. These are just accounts that I resonate with and, and have really helped me. Also, a couple of um, in my earlier days, uh, about a year or two ago, I was listening to a lot of Infinite Waters on YouTube. So, and, and if you go and search him on YouTube and look back at some of his older content and even some of his recent stuff, it's, some of it's really powerful. And it really started to change the way that I was thinking about myself and the world. And uh, and I guess, yeah, gave me a bit of courage to, getting back to that word, courage, um, to start working on myself. But yeah, the biggest flex is having the courage to work on your emotional issues as much as your physical body. So we all have something. We all have something that we probably need to address and work on. And everyone's got different, you know, degrees of trauma and and things that they've experienced. Maybe you're listening to this, you don't have you don't have anything, but I doubt that. Everyone has something that they could probably start to work on, right? And I can really tell you, and I like speaking from my own experience. It's been the best thing that I've ever done, and this year's been challenging, but it's also already for me been one of the best years of my life because I've faced the things that matter. And I feel a hundred thousand percent better for it. And I feel like a more complete human being, right? My heart feels a hundred percent fulfilled and happy, right? For the first time in a long time. 
I feel at peace. I feel calm. I feel like I've worked through things that, and, and um, yeah, you feel, you feel relief and quite proud of yourself too when you come out the other side. But also, like I said earlier, it hasn't been as bad as I, as I thought and made it out to be. And most of the time it never is, right? When you're anxious about something or when you're, when you're fearful of something or you're putting something off because you're worried about what's going to happen, it's, it's like 99.5 times out of 100, it's never as bad as you think it's going to be. It's never as bad as you think you're going to be. I'll never forget the first experience I had this year when I went and sat down with a bit of a trauma healer. And I'll get, I'll get into the details of this maybe in another episode. I'll save it for another time, which, you know, I'm pretty comfortable now co- communicating how I'm feeling um, and what I'm actually going through and, and talking about the, the things that, I guess, the deeper stuff, which for a lot of my 20s, I was completely afraid of, you know, especially for... Um, as a young male, that is, um, you know, a bit of a no-no, especially as you're, a, yeah, as as you're a young male, that's a bit of a, well, a big problem at the moment is is young men being uncomfortable and afraid to talk about what they're actually feeling because they're they think they'll be judged by the crowd or they think they'll look weak or they'll think they'll look sound like a loser to their mates, whatever it is. But I remember this first conversation I had with this trauma healer a few months ago. Um, I think it was about three months ago now, and I was sitting down with her, and we we're just having a, a nice, relaxed, open chat. And yeah, she like just as we were talking, that name it to tame it thing comes to mind as well. But as we were just talking about it, and I was communicating the thing that I'd been putting off communicating for so long, and then as I was, the words were coming out of my mouth. I just felt such relief, and I felt like, why didn't I just talk about this earlier? You know, I wished that I did, but I, it just felt so amazing. Yes, it was hard, of course. It was a little intimidating and a little uncomfortable. Yes, definitely. But that's where courage comes into play, that key word again, courage. But the more that I was communicating it, the, the, the better that I felt. And it was, like I said, not anywhere near as bad as I was making it out to be in my mind. So if you've got something right now that you want to work on or you feel like you should express, let's make that a little bit, I encourage you to try to do that and try to give your emotional self as much attention as you are your physical body. You probably go to the gym, right? And you put in a lot of effort with your training and you you put in probably hours a week to be good with your nutrition and train and do all these great things to try and build your body. So I implore you, if there's, if there's any takeaways from this podcast, it's to spend at least a fraction of the time working on the deep stuff as you do working on your physical body in the gym, right? And the same way you build your body and build muscle in the gym, it works the same way when you're working on the deep stuff and your emotional issues and your traumas. Your courage and your confidence will build the same way that you build muscle in the gym. You will build yourself and you will build your confidence, build your courage each time you face yourself and face that monster under the bed. Your courage is going to grow a little bit each time. So please, start somewhere. At least get started. It might, it might just, if you take one step today, Maybe it's just doing a bit of a social media clean out and, and following more people that 
that encourage and, and talk about this stuff more. Because the more you pay attention to this type of content and this type of language, the more normal it will become for you, right? It'll just over time become something that that you start to understand a little bit better. Like maybe today's just the first step. Maybe you listen to this podcast and you start to follow these people. You start to pay attention to these things. You start to listen to podcasts like this one you are right now. And maybe for you, it'll just be a bit of a buildup. And in six months, you'll go and see someone about your issues or in a year after working on it for a long time, right? So that's where I'm going to leave this podcast, my friends. And I'm going to finish again. Oh, I also had one more thing. There's an excellent documentary and film. Well, actually, I can't say that it's excellent. I haven't watched it yet. But everyone that I follow, basically, that talks about trauma and healing is talking about this documentary. So um, it's called The Wisdom of Trauma. So if you go to thewisdomoftrauma.com, that may also be an amazing place to start for you. I believe you need to just go to the website, punch in your email address, um, and I think you get access. Even if you have to pay a very, very small fee to watch it, I think it would be a good place to to start and, I guess, get your mind open to this kind of work, right? So again, my friends, the biggest flex is having the courage to work on your emotional issues as much as your physical body. That is the theme of this initial podcast, and that is uh, something that I've experienced and and really uh, I'm so grateful to have done done some work on myself this year and I've seen the power of it, the healing power of it, and I am happier and more complete than I've ever been, and um, I hope you can start doing similar work for yourself. So again, if you connected to this podcast in any way, if you enjoyed it, uh, I'm going to leave the podcast here. I'm not going to go too much longer. I want most of these episodes to be, especially the single ones where I'm on my own, uh, to go about 20, 25 minutes, no longer than that, Um, but it it might change. (laughs) You never know. And uh, yeah, I've got some really cool guests on on the way. I've got some great ideas and and great uh, people and interesting people to talk to, have amazing stories and can bring a lot of value to the show. So uh, I'm going to leave it at that, everybody. And uh, again, if if you'd like to support the show, please take a screenshot, tag it, uh, tag me, put it on your Insta story and I'd love to see, uh, I'd love to see it. You know, it can, it can be. You got to remember when people or when I'm recording this podcast, I'm just looking at a microphone by myself in a room, right? So it can sometimes feel like not much is going on, but uh, it's when uh, you get a tag or someone puts up a story and shows some support, or even if you want to message me on Instagram uh, and let me know what you think. I would love to hear uh, any feedback. And um, if you connected to this and want to start doing the work on yourself, I would also love to hear that as well. So I will leave it at that for today. Thank you for your time. Thank you for giving me your ear today. And uh, I hope you have a phenomenal rest of your day. That is all from me, my friends. I will see you on the next episode.